What do you call these? Candy pumpkins? They're candy it? pumpkins, man. Candy pumpkins, man. Look out. I'm telling you. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the doctor of flow. I'm here with the big guy as usual, Matt Vi. How's it going, Matt? King of the eating candy corn pumpkin guy is what you could call me. Yeah. Man, I could eat. Five I'm the prince. I'm the duke or something. <laughs> <laughs> right? They've got. Let's let's run through the candy corn real quick. Yeah. So, uh, so of course they have the. It's all mellow, is what they call it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So they've got you know regular candy corn. Okay, and then they have the candy corn that's chocolate dipped. Okay, yeah. so the end of it is is dipped in that. And then they have, uh, and then they have the pumpkins, which I think I mentioned that, right? But they also have the caramel apples, right? The, yeah, green and red, green and red caramel, caramel apples. And then they have the fall mix, which is all of that mixed up together. And then they got the regular candy corn. It's a diabolical plan to to make me eat as much candy corn over a two month period as humanly possible. Yeah, and it where it gets me every year. Yeah, I and love some candy corn, man. And I used to not like it. Yeah. But now I love it. Yeah, that's on you. I, I'm, it's not on me. It is on you. Please, Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in me. Yeah, it's I not you. on me, man. It's in me. I, I can't you. stop eating it now. Well, if you keep eating it, it'll be on you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. For, 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 forever. Right. Forever. Um, also, on the lips. Forever on the hips. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot about that. That's yeah. good. All right, Matt. What are yep. we talking about today, man? Man, know your per-person productivity. You know, we talk a lot about recruiting. Uh, and, we're gonna, of course, we're going to touch on that because you can't talk about per-person productivity without talking about recruiting. But we're going to talk about that. And then also, you know, when you're maintaining people, what you kind of need to do and what you got to keep in mind with it because it's, it's important. We, it's not like we haven't discussed it, but this is a reminder. Yes. Okay, we're going into the time of the year where you better be paying attention to your per-person productivity. Yeah, right? amen. I'm going to ask you why Okay. You know, as soon as I get done with this. So, guys, wherever you listen to this what, or watching this, hit that, red, uh, uh, hit that red subscribe button or hit that follow button and, uh, and, and give, us, give us a like or something like that, right? Yeah. Leave us a comment, right? I don't always ask that, but <clears throat> you know, I'm, throwing, I'm, I'm changing it up just a little bit. There's no better time than the present than to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com. Check out the Brokerpreneur Fast Track. Uh, sneak peek that's there on the homepage, Matt. So per person productivity, yep. Right. Um, two things. Uh, uh, most people know what that is, mm-hmm. right? Let's define it okay. first of all. Second of all, uh, maybe somebody's like being a broker a day, right? You right. Know. Right. Second of all, tell us why. Um, you know, and this is going to be coming out like early October. Tell us why that's so important to be focused on right now. Yeah. So per-person productivity means uh, how much your agents are individually actually uh, uh, producing during a certain time period, right? Typically, it's typically you look at it annually, right? You Well, not yeah. take the back. You look at it monthly to make sure it's staying on track annually, okay? Yeah. So how many units are is each agent in your office doing? If you have 100 units... And they're and you're if you do a hundred units and you have ten agents, right? Your your individual productivity is is ten, right? Mm-hmm. But eighty of that could be being done by one person. So danger, Will Robinson, right? Yeah, yeah, danger, right? Yeah, because that one person leaves and now you're at twenty per year. Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay, all right. So so uh, 
so per person productivity is the individual production per agent in your in your office. Okay. Yeah. It is a measuring stick, right? There's there you can measure with with EDO. You can measure with uh, you know there's there's a, a square footage calculation that that you can measure with. Uh, it all depends on the one that for your particular circumstance that you need to that you need to pay attention to. But uh, but per person productivity for the most part is the one that I have most conversations around when it comes to coaching. Okay. <clears throat> so oh. Uh, so that's what it is. Right. Okay. So why is it important on October 1st, right? Let's say that you've got somebody that's crushing it all year long and their production starts to drop during this time of the year. Let's say that every year it starts to drop Yep. and, and it starts to, you know, kind of, kind of dip down an agent, whenever they've got a million things going on, unless something really, really, really bad happens, they typically don't want to leave. Right. Yeah. They don't want to, they don't want to go into something unknown or that they're unsure about when they have a bunch of transactions up in the air. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now when they will leave is when they don't have a lot going on. Yes. Okay. So that's why we're paying attention to per person productivity because this time of year for a lot of people it dips. And so you're, so you're, you know, if you're just going, okay, well this time of year it's dipping. Well, maybe it's dipping at this time of year for a different reason. Right. Right. And so you paying attention to, okay, last year did Betty Sue, how many, how many transactions did she do from, from, you know, let's say uh, September through January and how many is she on track to do this year? Right. Is it the same as it was last year? Is it a little bit off from last year? Is it dramatically different than last year? Has she been a, a, a victim of the market or is something else afoot? Right. That's whenever you have to make sure that you're paying attention to that and taking a close look at it. And this is when you should be doing your planning with your agents so that during the rest of the year, you can actually verify what's going on with that plan. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, you, you're not going to start anew in April in May with uh, with an agent that's been with you five years and just go, uh, Hey, look, you know, I think it's time that we start doing business planning for the year in, right. in April. Right now. Uh, so what you're going to do is you're typically going to do it towards the uh, towards the end of the year to make sure they're on track, and then you're going to look at it throughout the course of the year with them. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me, I like that. So you know when when you know your PPP, uh-huh. your per person productivity, um, you know from a recruiting from a recruiting standpoint, from a retention standpoint, from a, definitely a coaching mentoring standpoint. There's so many different. Uh, I guess avenues of your business, mm-hmm. categories of your business, that 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 per person productivity uh, metrics can 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 really help you grow uh, right. because because a lot of us uh, who are familiar with that you know may immediately just think like okay well I you know, I I I know this I know this person's business is dropping I need to literally pay attention to them or something like that or. Um, uh, maybe I need to start looking to replace that person. Maybe they're you know starting to retire. But there are a lot of di- there are a lot of different ways that you can use um, use PPP to 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 benefit your business you know in the long run. Yeah, yeah. So uh, of course it tells you who to hire. Let's talk about that for just a, for just a second. We'll touch on that, but. Let's go back to 100 units a year, and uh, and I know there's brokers, is you know that, that are exponentially larger than that. We're just keeping this, you know, super round numbers. Uh, 100 units per year, 10, 10 agents. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> you let's say that eight of those 10 agents, their average price point is is right at 400,000. Okay. Two of those agents, the average price point is at 200,000. Okay. So if you're looking for the overall health of your office. 
figure out why the bulk of them are at or in that price range for that uh, for each unit being on average that much and see if there's a way that you can push that number up is that because they're all working in almost the same geographic area? Does that mean it's time for you to try to hire some people outside of that area? Um, and Or does it mean that uh, your tools and systems aren't helping support them in the way that they need to support them for them to be able to go after a more expensive listing? Right. Yeah. All of those things can help you understand what you need to do with your company to make yourself more attractive to, to, other, to other brokerages, right? Yeah. The other thing, if you know your PPP, right? And you know what your average sales price is per, per agent. Okay, super super easy to get both of those numbers. Now you go and look at your now you go and look at your competition. And when you go and look at your competition, uh, so let's say a, another office. Let's say that you're uh, you do a hundred units a year. There's ten agents, uh, and and you know the the average uh, sales price. Let's just say is four hundred thousand. Right? There's another office, really similar office, and uh, and and the average price point is at two hundred thousand on on all of those. Okay. So that's going to adjust your conversation you have with those recruits when you sit down, right? You're going to say, hey, listen, your, your office, you know, from a unit standpoint is, is extremely productive, but I couldn't help but notice that our average price point is higher than the average price point in your office. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because I might be able to help you drive that average price point up, which means because we get paid on a percentage, which means you're going to make more money. Can we, can we have a little bit of a discussion about that? Right. Yeah. So now that because you know your PPP numbers, now you can have a different conver- a different conversation with them. You follow me? Yep, absolutely. All right. So the question is, what if yours is lower and and other people's is is higher? Okay. Yeah. So uh, so part of a part of that that situation is if you know your PPP and you're looking at the averages and the PPP and other offices and all that kind of stuff, and you have your fingers on the pulse of that, you can make a decision of who you go after instead of just randomly calling people because they happen to be in a certain volume amount of business that they do. Right. Yep. They're from two to four million, and because they're two to four million, you know, I'm going to completely disregard. Because they fall in that category, I'm going to completely disregard that they sold two houses. Both of them were were 1.75 each, let's say, and my average price point in my in my company is three hundred thousand dollars. Right? Yeah. Look out. Right. Right. You're you're gonna you're gonna have an uh, there's gonna be an uphill there's gonna be an uphill battle. Not that you can't hire them. Not that they're not a good fit. Not that you don't support your agents. That's not what I'm saying. But if you understand your per person productivity, it's gonna shape your conversation that you have with that person. And from a recruiting standpoint, you have to do that. That's yeah. that's part of the reason why you have to know that for sure. Hey guys, this episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast is brought to you by the Speculo Group. The Speculo Group is the turnkey solution for agent and brokerage lead generation. With a focus on generating the highest quality leads from platforms like Google, YouTube, Facebook, and more, the Speculo Group is your one-stop shop to dominating your local market and beyond. Visit their website for more information at thespeculogroup.com. Yeah, so... um if you're if you're looking if you're looking at your company and and you say oh gosh you know i'm i'm good at this i'm i'm not so i'm not so i'm not so great at that right you talk all the time about you know confidence is bred from competency mm-hmm. uh let's let's talk a little bit about the core competencies um of a brokerage mm-hmm. and sorry things about ready to fall off here and um how per person productivity can you know uh Shed, shed some light on that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you take a look at your at your per person productivity and your per person productivity is is higher than the other than all the other offices that are the direct competition with you, yep. you're doing something better. 
Yes. You need to know what that is. You need to be able to put that on, on display. If, if you're not, let's say that you're really good at bringing agents in, uh, new agents in and getting them up and running and, and getting them going. But once they get to a certain point, you're losing them. Yeah. If you know what your PPP is, and you're looking at the competition in the market, the other brokerages out there, and you see that those other brokerages uh, are are getting your agents when you get them to a certain point, then what is then your core competency is not supporting people when they get to a certain level. It's time to take a close look at that. Here's what most brokers do, and most brokerages do: they just automatically assume it's all about commission. Yeah, right. Well, it is. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so so many times. It is about they feel like they reach the peak in your brokerage. Yeah. They feel like they've went as far as they could go. And and so if they want to go to that quote unquote next step, if they want to go to right, then then they have to go somewhere else in order to get that. And sometimes the reason why they do that, we know, is because they've started spending more money on their lead acquisition. Right. Because what do yep. a lot of agents do? They learn to generate business in the beginning in a very uh, uh, manual way. Yep. And then they learn the leverage and they start buying leads and then they want to grow and they have to make a decision. Do I want to buy more leads or do I want to be more manual about the leads? Do I want to yeah. right? Okay. And when I say manual, I mean, you know, being connected with their sphere of influence, actually putting the effort in and everything. Right. So they're like, man, I sure would like to buy more leads. Where can I go to get more money to buy leads? Well, it's not coming out of my pocket, right? Yeah. Let's take it out of the broker's pocket, exactly. right? Because I'm not using the things that they offer and all that kind of stuff. So they, so they move on, right? Yep. Or, or the recruiting manager at that other office is saying, hey, listen, you don't need all the things at that brokerage. Come work at my brokerage and you can do more of what you're doing by doing X, Y, Z, right? And, and so what you have to do as a, as a broker is you have to take a real super close look from a, from a big picture standpoint at what you're really good at and how is that driving your per person productivity. And if you see a gap, you need to figure out what that gap is. We, yeah. we help people do this all the time. And sometimes it's stuff that is just super simple. Sometimes yeah. it is just things that are super easy. And a lot of times the broker really teaches other people how to perform the way they performed. Instead of teaching them what is the best way for them to drive business for that individual agent, that is a that is a key factor in, in per person yeah. productivity. Right, I won like this, so if you want to win, this is what you need to do. That happens a lot. Oh, you brokers. know it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know it. Um, so it also helps you. You know, uh, PPP also helps you understand your gaps as well, right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about core competencies, right? Those are the things that yep. you know we're good at at the core of our business. Well, there's also gaps, absolutely, right? and they get uncovered. You know, when when you when you look at these numbers and these metrics, um, that's the beauty of data, right? That's that's why I love it, right? You can say like, "Whoa, I'm good here. Holy moly, I need to figure yeah. this out." Uh, very similar to, um, you know, the 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 diamond mapping yep. that that Phil Gilks talked to us about, um, you know, and the way that you converted it into. I don't think we have a, na a name for it yet, but into the four pillars of of, of recruiting, mm -hmm. um, diamond. Right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, there, there are different gaps there. Oh, let me say, by the way, also, what, where do you go crushing it with your interview with entrepreneur magazine the other day? <laughs> yeah. So appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Super proud. Yeah, was of a lot you, of fun. Man. That was, that was killer. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so let's talk about those gaps. Yep. So, uh, so first of all, in order to, uh, in order to know that a gap exists, you have to be measuring, right? Yes. And, and so what's a great place to measure to start with per person productivity, yeah, right? How exactly. individually productive is, is everyone, right? So, 
a lot of times brokers will put their head down, they'll, they'll work and they'll earn and they attract some people that they've had good transactions with. And the next thing you know, they're surrounded by 20, 30, 50 people or something like that, that seem to have the same, you know, ideas and, and culture as them and all that kind of stuff. And everything is going along great, but they're not looking at, at the things that are not going the way that they're supposed to. They're not looking at those gaps. Yeah. Right? And so when it comes to gaps, right, you got to look at leads, you got to look at cost, revenue, expenses, you got to look at uh, training and development, you've got to look at overall at culture, right? You have to pay attention to those things and see which of those gaps you have to pay the most attention to. Yep. Uh, so so uh, that, that gets measured improves. And so if you're measuring those things and taking a look at how individually productive agents are, you're having conversations with them and saying, okay, you know, uh, how do you, you know, uh, you, you went from here to here. How did we get from there? What tools are you using that helped, uh, helped you get from there? Uh, how much more time and effort do you need from me in order to go from, from where you are now to that, to that next step? If you're measuring the per person productivity, you can start paying attention to those little pieces. And as soon as you see because you've had a conversation, go back to the 10 agents, right? 10 agents, 100 units, let's just say. And you've had a conversation with, a, with all of them. And four or five or six of them say the same thing, mm-hmm. right? If this was better, I could do this. Then it's time for you to go look at that tool, that system, that process, Yeah. right? But uh, so what you're going to notice too, by the way, is if you talk to 10 people and you say, hey, what could help out with your business? You're not going to get 10 different answers. If yeah. you get 10 different answers, you've asked the wrong question <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. clears throat> or you asked the question 10 different ways. So the truth is you're going to get a lot of the same answer for sure. Okay. And so that allows you as a brokerage to go, okay, what is it that I need to pay attention to? Where is the gap that I can help adjust? That's going to drive that individual agent productivity. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So the last thing, Matt, that I want us to, <clears throat> to touch on, um, is, is, is how, uh, per person productivity um, can actually, um, you know, help you when it comes to because uh, we always got to throw a little bit of recruiting in here, right? Absolutely. Right? How uh, it actually can help you with your marketing and your recruiting as well. Yeah. So, uh, so let's say that you start paying attention to your per person productivity mm-hmm. and you start tracking it, and you notice a trend that's going in the in the right direction. That's something that you would put, in my opinion, you would put, uh, you would you would tag the agent in it and make it about them. But it allows you to help, you know, put yourself out there in a better way from a recruiting standpoint, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, so you would put something on there and say, uh, you know, congratulations, Ben. Uh, you know, you've been with, uh, you've been with, you know, Banana Realty for, you know, for uh, for one year now, and and you exceeded your your per person product, or you exceeded your productivity goal that we that we set together. You know, congratulations and a job well done, right? Yeah. So if you put that out there. And I, and I tag you in it, right? It's coming from the company. Right. Company very small, company very little. Picture big about Ben, big about right him smiling and high-fiving customers and whatever the hell the deal is, right? You put that out there. Now, all of a sudden, agents are seeing that, and they're like, hey, congratulations, Ben. But there's a lot in that, Yeah. right? So, hey, wait, you mean you sat down and, and, tr- and set a goal with him and then actually tracked the goal? And, and I know Ben. Ben did a good job already, and Ben got better. All of those things are going to help you from a recruiting standpoint if you just start paying attention to those, and they're not hard to pay attention to. Oh, you're not. So here's the so here's the fear. Okay, the fear is people are going to say, okay, Matt. Well, what if somebody doesn't grow? What if you know? Per, okay, somebody's going to be growing. Okay, and somebody's going to be not growing. 
Right. Right. Somebody's going to be stagnant and somebody's going to be going in the wrong direction. If you're tracking your PPP and and you want to put something out there from a recruiting standpoint, but the PPP is not growing across all 10 of your agents. Well, thank God you figured that out because <laughs> yeah, yeah. now it's time to do something about it. That's right. <laughs> right. But but somebody's going to be growing. Somebody's yeah. going to be getting better, and that's what you—that's what you want to do, right? That's what you want to—that's what you want to look at. You—it helps with retention when they're getting that recognition because it makes it not impossible, but harder for them to say, you know what, I'm going to go to a different bro- brokerage, you know, to to hope I can get more money. But I'm getting a tremendous amount of recognition and kudos, and out of the blue, people telling me great job on on what I'm doing with a, with my business, and somebody's actually tracking my plan and rewarding me whenever they whenever my plan goes the way that it's supposed to that that's hard to beat yeah you, you got to get a really good commission split to overcome that kind of recognition because we talk about it all the time right there's financial uh, compensation there's emotional compensation right we want to make sure that we're compensating them a, a tremendous amount on both sides of that right okay and that's a and that uh, you know that's a, a fabulous way of doing it and of course it should be by video right we talked about 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah, percent <clears throat> Killer. Um, anything else you want to add before we put a little bow on it? No, think so. We could. Awesome. Yeah, this is a good topic. We could we could talk about this a lot. I don't want to go into a rabbit hole. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, we'll talk about it more, guys. So make sure you tune in to the next episode. Uh, whether you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hey, what's up? <laughs> hit that red subscribe button and that bell right beside of it. Get notified every time we drop a new episode. Go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com. Check out all the cool things Matt and I have to help you grow your brokers no matter what phase or stage of the business that you're in. Matt. Yeah, man. We do this podcast and everything else that we do for one reason and one reason alone. Tell them why that is. Because we just want to be part of your win.